0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. <laughs>
0: Hi everybody, Russia Miamis is Levin. Hope you are all safe and well. If you're new channel, please hit subscribe and hit the bell icon so you to put new content. On as always, we'd like to thank our lovely channel sponsors. Untuck it. Check them out in the description below. We've got another another fan. It's he, still joint loyalties because he's got an England top on, but you know, we couldn't <laughs> allow that after after uh, the game the other day. Um
1: I had he to get runs, it on after he... last night. <laughs> exactly. got to keep it
0: on. Yeah, you've got to keep it on. It's like stuck to you, probably with beer from the from the sesh with rye. Uh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's it's Jamie from, from the Pretty Bubbles podcast. Uh how we doing, Jay? How are you doing man?
1: Yeah, really, really good. Like, really good at the moment. Just it feels weird not having West Ham on, like after the season that we've just had. It went yeah. absolutely nuts. But I'm just loving the Euros at the moment. But
0: <laughs> yeah. It is, it's like, it's, it's filling the gap, isn't it? Because, like, obviously, we yeah. finished the season, we had this of deluge of football, and then we had about two or three weeks, wasn't it? And it was like,
1: what's, yeah. what,
0: what What takes up all my time? Um, and then, and then obviously, Euros, and then what's going to happen is you're going to have, you know, a couple of weeks' time, it's going to stop, and then you'll be like, how long does pre-season start properly? You know what I mean? So and that's when everyone
1: will be moaning, we're signing nobody oh, again.
0: Yeah all back all back to the good times all back to the good times but as you said yeah england yeah. are keeping us entertained which is good in the meantime and uh and as we were saying you know it's it's obviously we'll be it's, this will go out before saturday's game and mm. you know we play against yarmolenko prime yarmolenko it's
1: <laughs> just a different player when he pulls on that ukraine shirt it's, it's, really, just, it's
0: incredible it's brilliant isn't it? it's so funny and i don't know if it's same as same as me every time I get real. But when we played with the Czech Republic is a Czech Republic, and We obviously had the, the, the two Czech boys for us playing as well. Mm. I, I, I feel like they're, it's almost like I feel like they're my children. So, it's like, yeah. you know, when you, when you watch your kid and they're like, they do something wrong on the football pitch,
1: you're thinking, ah, it's the same
0: thing for me. And I get the same thing with Declan Rice as well. Oh. You know, because like, was like,
1: oh, oh. I think Rice even more so, because obviously yeah. where he's English, every other media or other teams want to kind of like slag him off and go, oh, Declan Rice isn't as good as you think. But yeah. it's like, it, like last night I saw him get a six somewhere and he he was much better than that. Like he was yeah. very, very good. Like James, who is on our podcast, loves the Czech boys. Like he, I've never seen a man have such a big mouth crush. So yeah, he would defend them to the heels.
0: Yeah no I I no I do as well I do as well and it's like and it's always like he sort of wince when he like and like you yeah. and he, I I criticise the commentators so it's like you know it's like Declan oh, and Declan Rice was was out of position there well actually it was John Stones that was out of position and deck was covering you know so it was always like I'm trying to yeah I'm trying to sort of validate the fact that Declan Rice is is, is a world class player and uh yeah. and sort of. Yes, second guess in the commentary is it second guess in the Twitter and people from United oh, he's rubbish, he's not rubbish. He's one of the yeah. finest defensive midfield players in the world and he made and he retired Tony Cruz. So
1: that is exactly it. Like and what is it? I I remember loads of West Ham fans last night were tweeting when like Tony Cruz said thanks mate, Declan Rice, and they're like a lot of people were like, Yeah, thanks mate for making me retire. Like just yeah. He's come on leaps and bounds last year or so, I think. Rice is incredible yeah. now.
0: I think, and I think, and I don't, I don't think it's any surprise for me with Declan Rice that he's come on leaps and bounds as soon as, as Suchet really came through the door, mm. really, um, because he didn't have to. No disrespect to Mark, but he it was always like he was he was doing two jobs. It seems, yeah, like covering Mark a little bit, and whereas him and Suchet have a great understanding, I think him and Phillips are starting to build a good understanding mm. as well, and uh, for England, and you, you can see, you know, I, I'd like to think Southgate's seen the way. Rice plays for West Ham and has tried to replicate that with rice and Phillips. it's almost like a bit like particularly second half yeah. on on the England game the other day the Germany game where he was we rice was doing more west Ham riceness you know like yeah. gallivanting down the through the midfield with the ball which he does yeah. all the time at West Ham but um he's been sort of and obviously I think the back three works better for him for England uh um, totally than the four so. Yeah, he's undroppable yeah,
1: we'll for me in the England team. I think he plays no. every game.
0: I don't think either of them are. I don't think the two of them are. I think you need to keep them both. And I know it's, I know it's not attractive, but you know it's about winning a, a, a trophy. And yeah, I mean, you know, look at some of the teams who've won. You know, Greece. You know, Denmark. You know, Denmark yeah, Denmark a bit more entertaining. Than they play, but we obviously Greece. They they bit literally, you know, ground everywhere as out and won the tournament. So.
1: Well, I compared the England team yesterday to the George Graham of Arsenal. Like yeah. we'd love a one 0 Obviously, we won 2 0 in the end last night. That we—it's not been like absolutely beautiful football, but we are no. keeping clean sheets, and if you keep clean it's sheets, funny, you don't it? lose.
0: It's funny. I was—I was watching a—I uh, I was doing the—I was watching a watch along. I was watching. Yeah. Uh, gonzo doing it while i was watching the telly as well and him and tommy were on there talking about it And they're like, oh just so negative and so boring and you think and then you like five minutes later we score yes and i'm like and i'm like yeah tactical genius because now he's kept the two defensive midfield players on to see the game out you know it's like it's just so funny harry kane ah oh, he scores hey still still played shit just didn't even realize he was around first half to be honest but um yeah it's funny and everyone comes out like you know yeah, you know, it's coming home, oh, sweet Caroline. And you're thinking, twenty minutes ago, we were baying for Southgate out. You know, it's just the it's mm. just the, the fickleness of football. Same as West Ham, in it really. I mean, Moyes yeah. came in, everyone was like, "Oh God, David Moyes, really?"
1: Daryl hates him he's,
0: the Sire, absolutely he? hates yeah. him
1: he's still now he's like <laughs> oh, I've got a pipe to bite the, bite the bullet and admit he's done a good job but i think deep <laughs> down the second we lose a game daryl's gonna be like get him out yeah. he's useless
0: yeah yeah and the thing is that that whole last season was it was a load of those was it sort of proved wrong moments mm. You had like him You had dawson coming in who technically i think should be our well, tomorrow should be our first permanent signing That's um true. there we go you see you made a yeah. signing <laughs> greg dawson um there was him there was yeah i mean jesse lingard i, I was like really same and totally proved wrong totally yeah. proved
1: wrong and then you look at kufau for five million pound being exactly arguably yeah. the value of the summer like incredible player
0: we all scoffed, didn't we? We scoffed when he turned up, thinking, you know, five million quid. What can you get for a right back or, or a player?
1: You expect him to just be like a Sunday league level player, and then he turned yeah. out to be incredible.
0: Yeah, exactly. Who who did you um did you do your hammer of the year vote? Who did you vote for?
1: Oh God, see there was. I think I went Kufao. I do yeah, think I went, too. but there was. I think I was. Uh, I said it was either Koufal, Suchek rice i even said creswell's an outside shout because yeah. and I, I i've defended Creswell for a lot because obviously last year he was quite poor but mm. hey, I, to be honest i feel like there was a few outstanding candidates so when they do give it out i don't think there's going to be a bad person whoever wins it
0: no i agree i agree and what's nice is the fact is i was saying this to Lee from American Hammers the other day he, mm. he puts that he said I don't know who to pick for, don't know who to pick, you know, and I said well actually, this is, this is probably the first time I can remember for a few seasons where it yeah. could be several people and that just shows you how well we're playing as a team it's not, it's always like, even that season at the bowling everyone talks about, it was always going to be Dimitri mm. Payet, you know yeah, and you it was always going to be Fabianski or Declan Wright it was always a standout, there's several yeah. and that just shows the different makeup of the team now, yeah. so as long and and that I'd love that to continue I'd love next year to four or five people could win it and and it just makes it makes it better because we obviously the yeah. team are playing better 100% playing
1: well. can't wait for Europe next year do anything no. to get tickets to next year It's going to be amazing I know I
0: I yeah it's I haven't breached that subject yet with Mrs Budden <laughs> but no. I'm thinking we might have to try and I'm praying for like a marseille
1: yeah I can a nice a one that you could talk her into going
0: yeah, can't just for a week. Here. Oh, hang on. Oh, look, oh, look. I'm just going to walk past the study and of- West are playing. Who would have thunk it?
1: The best, wow. what is it? My new missus, she's an Arsenal fan, so she's so used to seeing Arsenal in Europe. The yeah. last, like, like, six months, I've just been giving her grief that we're in Europe, we're in Europe, and she's hating it. Well,
0: she won't be a new missus for long, mate. If you don't, <laughs> you keep doing that. That's all I'm
1: That's saying. What I've got to do. West Ham never are better than Arsenal, That's so true. I've got to do true. it.
0: It's worth it, it. It's worth it, let's be honest. Um, No, I totally agree, man. You did, yeah, you got, You got to enjoy it while we last. You know what I mean? I, I mean, towards the end of last season, I was like, oh, you know, we're going to, next season our squad's going to be and yada yada let's just enjoy the fact we ended up sixth in the league and enjoy the fact we're in europe and yeah if we don't get we might get out of the group stage you might not but we're not going into it thinking we're going to win it and be in the champions league the following year because obviously we would be if we won Mm. it um and yeah i mean it was oh so many games i think it's like four games more or five games more based on because obviously we get, a buy. In the group
1: stages. Yeah, we get a yeah. buy in the carabao cup
0: yeah
1: and six group games so there's five yeah. and maybe others but i think it's uh, it's just a great experience like i'm not expecting us to finish sixth next year like if no, you are I mean, then yeah. i think you're being a little bit unrealistic mm. but it's just going to be a season to enjoy we've actually got something kind of building now with Moyes. let's just enjoy it and take our I time
0: yeah, I totally agree. I, I'd like to – I mean, I, I'd say uh, f- for next season, I'd want a minimum of 10th, I think, to be honest. Because mm. for me, if we ended up being 15th next season, well, the, it's like it's like the old West Ham. We have one good season about five. Um, so, that, you know, up until now, the best season we have was was – well, the last five years would have been the bowling season, really, yeah. and then before that would have been maybe oh five oh six, been in the FA Cup final. Before that would have been probably ninety nine, two thousand. So literally every five years we have a good season. Yeah. Um And so if we have two good seasons, well, hey, we're you know that's, that's yeah. and as you said, it's all about uh, the project, and it's all about it seems, but it seems like it's being built. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, I know people tend to have given it lip service. Oh, we're building a project here, and I've I've signed for the project and all that bullshit this actually is a project you can feel yeah and it's like now we get city season where we have everyone sort of linked with us you can discount him and him because he's he doesn't fit our profile he's too yeah. uh, he's too old he's you know we can he's too expensive we can sort of guess we can sort of look through the bullshit a little bit and
1: um i think yeah, it's Alex, the impi- it's the impatience God. of fans
0: yeah, fans yeah
1: want- of Like fans, it's like it's the 30th of June, the season starts in over a month and everyone's like, oh, I want players in now. Yes, you want to get players in early doors, but Mm. sometimes that's just not how business goes. Like you'd rather us get the players in that are going to benefit the team more and take our time than go and sign any Tom, Dick and Harry who's not going to benefit the team. And that's one credit I'll always give to Moyes. He didn't go out and spend money for the sake of it. He brought people, he fought, fit the team.
0: Yeah. Exactly, and the same thing that obviously ever moaned in January about not getting a striker in. But mm. would you've got a striker in who scored nine goals? No, you wouldn't yep. have got Jesse because that because you know they Jesse Lingard came in and just hit the ground running, and and he and yeah, and arguably maybe sometimes you know hindsight's a great thing. You know maybe yep. it would have been great not to have Haller, and you know he could have probably played a few of those games that Antonio was out and given mm. us. You know, hindsight's a great thing, you know. Um, I just think there's, I, I still think we're, we're, a, we're a striker away from being a very dangerous team in that, in mm, that the league. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I mean, Antonio, I love him. He's not a striker. We know he's not a striker. He, <laughs> he just play. scores goals, though. He just, he just does. He bundles them in, doesn't he? Let's be honest, he bundles them in, you know. And if you're there and the ball hits him, it's going to go in because he's just a, a brick wall. Yeah. And, you know, he terrifies defenders. They don't know what he's going to do. He he doesn't know what he's going to do. So, you know, he's the... uh, Someone called it, it's the best best expression of him. He's the best, worst footballer I know. Yeah. You know, he's he's brilliant at not being... He's not, like, technical, but he's brilliant. He's just brilliant. But it's it's a real juxtaposition. If you saw him play, you'd be like, what? But he just has this knack. And I love players who have a knack of getting in the box. And, you know, with that that extra striker's instinct, those... Twenty-three times we hit the post last season. Few of them would have got him.
1: West Ham clips loved it, didn't it? Indeed. Some of the although clips he would
0: have loved it if he was a Tottenham fan because Tottenham had one more than us.
1: oh there yeah, but go. to be fair, no one likes Tottenham, so we don't no mind them hitting the post.
0: No. And that's, I'm, not, I'm, I'm surprised Clips hasn't done a little thing of Tottenham, really, to be honest.
1: Yeah, bless the best thing he done was the goggle box reaction. So, you know, when we were 3-0 down and got back to 3-0 yes. on his YouTube, he's got like a goggle box of all the Tottenham fans and West Ham fans when we were 3-0 down to 3-3. Yeah, yeah, comical, absolutely yeah, comical. Yeah,
0: he's a top boy to Clips. I love him. I love him. And, yeah. and, and And obviously... With clips as well, I, I told him this because actually, obviously, at the grounds, obviously, I'm st- I was still there last season. So you know, you you hear him talking about it. They, they, on you know, they would, they they the players yeah. was, like Snoddy, particularly, would always be they'd shout out Snodfather when it was his time when he was like warming up to come in and change, you know, and stuff mm. like that. And so, you know, he'd say we'd say us on the walkie Talkies, you know, it hits the part, it's the post. We're going, that's on for clips. Yeah, that's on for clips. You know, it's great. Yeah. I, one day I would love him to do, and it won't ever happen, but I'd love him to do like the eleven. He, he's done a he's done a Hammers Eleven with me, um, yeah. which is great. Um, and I'd love him to do he's gonna one day he's gonna reveal himself, you know, like yeah. mask singer. Um and he's, he said he'll do it, come and do a proper eleven, but I'd love to chat to him about why he did it all and, and yeah. you know, all the stuff because he's a real he's just come out of nowhere and i think he's absolutely brilliant i love him uh, yeah he's absolutely fantastic um and the same mm. as yourselves i mean yeah you you, know, you a few months ago you thought hang on you and your mates thought we start a podcast you know, always yeah. of a channel and and yeah it's brilliant it i love i love i love this watching new stuff i love it and yeah. you, you must love it too talking to your mates about west ham and stuff
1: yeah i think the thing was it was with lockdown it was the perfect way to get into yeah. it like introduce like we've all been massive West Ham fans, all four of us our whole lives. Um, so we all just kind of game to- came together and went, let's do this. Like, I, I'm the only one who's got a season ticket, just with the way all of our lives are at the moment. Yeah. But we all watch games as regular as we can, and ev- like all the time. Look, we all don't agree. We openly admit that. Yep. We've all got very different opinions on how West Ham are. But let's be honest, if everyone had the same opinion, it'd be boring. Oh, but...
0: Boring, so boring.
1: I, I love talking West Ham, it's, mm. especially when you're winning. It's a lot easier. Like when we lost to Newcastle first game of the season, I think if you probably watch that back, it would have been g- dark and gloom. Yeah. Like, like it would not be nice. So I just love talking West Ham every single yeah. time.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, and it's fun, is it? It's like particularly mm. when it was in proper lockdown where you couldn't necessarily sit there and have a beer with your mates. Mm. It was sort of like the next best thing, really. Um, And and yeah, if everyone wants to listen to it, great. But if not, you just do it for yourself, isn't it? Because it's just like yeah. it's it's just a way of you know. And also, I think for for a lot of people, it's a way of categorizing a period of the of their life. So you know, for example, sure. the whole of lockdown. You know, what did you do during mm-hmm. lockdown? Oh, we did a little. We started a YouTube channel and and yeah. did this and got the and you got Ryan on and people like that. And and that's yeah. that's what it's all about, man. I love it and I love the fact that there's so many, many people because if everyone, everyone has an opinion and rather than mm-hmm. hats sit behind. You know 140 characters on twitter yeah you know you've got oh, okay we'll just record our opinions and if people don't agree then they can do their own stuff and you know exactly it's great i love it i think it's good yeah. fun
1: man it's good fun
0: and and, and as i say 100%. to be honest i don't even watch proper telly now yeah i don't think i ever do i always literally watch his, his youtube it seems at the moment
1: to be fair um, I, I love movies so i watch loads of films and stuff but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like I if I'm ever bored, I'm normally scrolling through my phone on YouTube finding like clips to watch or like the amount of old like West End f- highlights I'll watch of a game and just think yeah. like like the amount of times I've watched a free free back or um yeah. like the Wolves or less, like I've just watched games back just for the sake of it because why not?
0: Why not? I mean, what else is there to watch at the moment?
1: To be honest, there's not really yeah. much
0: else. But I quite like Clarkson's File on Amazon Prime. I quite like that. I'm quite into that. Jeremy Clarkson's
1: quite good. I love, I love my sport in general. So like yeah. cricket, football, tennis, darts. I'll literally name a sport, I'll watch it. So <laughs> I'm always, there's always something called normally. First thing I do when I wake up in the morning Sky Sports. I'm just scrolling through yeah. it, trying to find something.
0: Well, you've got good. Obviously, you've got Euros and Wimbledon at the same time, and the British Lions soon as well. So, yeah, it's you perfect. Know, oh, perfect. Okay, yeah, that's the thing. I'm looking forward to, looking forward to the Lions. Looking forward to that. Mm. Um, right. So, so you know, you say you, you obviously you, know, you say you're a season ticket holder, uh, massive fan. But what started you becoming a West Ham fan, Jamie? Why? Why are you a West Ham fan? More importantly, uh,
1: so my whole family, my whole life is West Ham fans, apart from my yeah. uncle, who's an Arsenal fan don't know why um it's so my whole family through everything have always been west ham Um i've got some links so like my uh, great uncle's best mate in school was uh martin beaters Brilliant. so like my dad was a semi-pro footballer he played for south end uh and the manager at the time was bobby moore so wow. like yeah that my dad says like he's the loveliest bloke he ever met so west ham has always been in my family, it's through my blood it's it's a big part big big part of my life um i would argue the best the most proud football memory i've got is the farewell game at the boleyn mm. i remember my first game i think we beat crystal palace 3-0 and i think it might have been alan pardew's first game in charge but yeah i uh, just west ham i remember my family support it like the old like most people if your family support them that's who you're gonna support but football's my life love it
0: yeah i know what you mean man i know what you mean it's one of these things with me i think you're right once you're in you're in and it's just a massive and it is a family and, and i mean even mm. though, like you said the four of you on, on the podcast as well you know that's that's a family in in a weird way in as well you know you're connected mm. to west ham and, and i think it's the same with anyone it's, it's like a lot of people you know in, in youtube west ham fans all help each other out and it's all about community and it's mm. and i love it and I absolutely love it. And I was, to me, I was totally immune to it all. Totally immune to it all until I started doing the channel. I, You know, and I've been fortunate enough to interview lots of ex-players, but loads of fans all over the world from Bangalore to Brentwood. Yeah. You know, that type of thing, you know, or, or Brisbane. Bangalore to Brisbane, that's more that way. Bangalore to wherever, you know, all over the place. Um, and it's just this funny little club in East London.
1: Mm. So and it brings weird. so many people together yeah I, it
0: does it's so weird it's just so strange i sit there it's like when you sort of get a message from people and and they go oh there was just mention something and you're thinking you're you're never uh, we do loads of stuff for charity dude. We do loads of stuff yeah. for the irons for supporting food banks and you get guys from like the thailand hammers donating mm. like 100 quid and uh, these guys probably never going to step foot in newham But because Mm. it's a West Ham thing, and it's for West Ham people, it's West Ham area. They'll sponsor it. I think it's absolutely mental, man. Absolutely mental. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: i love it i absolutely adore it man and 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 you get it you'll probably get it as well you know it just the support when you put your per- videos up and and yeah people might criticize you but then a lot of people will yeah. agree or or it just start a conversation and we've had loads of podcast people on and you know and, and it's just it's, it's all yeah. good stuff man there's people i know literally will not watch anything apart from west ham youtube stuff yeah and literally they're on everything and they're watching everything because they comment on everything as well and uh but it's part of the family man i love it i yeah. absolutely love it um and as you said once you're in you're in
1: yep yeah. you're hooked and you just can't get rid of it i think yeah. like it was weird like before this uh the lockdown I, I was going through a phase of just not enjoying football in general yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and then i feel like the lockdown came at a good time and now i just can't wait to get back um just, I feel like sometimes I needed that little refresh to just get back, enjoy it. But now, like, I can't wait to get back to non-league football too, get back to the Olympic Stadium and and see fifty thousand loud West Ham fans cheering us on. Like, it's just, uh, it's crazy to me that literally most West Ham fans haven't seen people like Kufa play in a West Ham shirt.
0: It's
1: crazy, isn't it? It's Jesse Lingard might never, never play for West Ham again.
0: he' baby, gone.
1: And he's gonna be a cult, uh, like a fan favorite for absolutely ages. And he only played one game in front of fans. It's absolutely it's crazy mental, isn't it?
0: It's crazy mm. when you think. When you think, I mean, I again, I think I, again, I think I've taken it slightly for granted, to be honest. Um, you know, there's obviously I've I've still been there when during lockdown and stuff. So um, there's been no break in in service, so to speak, for me. Mm. But for some people, they've been season ticket holders for fifty years and have gone home and away and it's like a huge part of their life for like 9 10 months a, a year and they've had to feel that you know that yeah. they haven't had that and yeah you can watch it on the telly that's great and to be, arguably you probably get better view watching yeah. it you know then then would do if you're newcastle away and they stick you right on the top <laughs> you know but Jeez. but it doesn't matter it's not about that it's about going yeah. out your mates is you know we, we you know we're not in it for the winning we've, yeah we've, your uncle got it right if that was the case, you know. If that was the, the, the be well end, or you know, an invincible season, a few you know, Premier League titles and FA Cups and stuff like that, hasn't that happened to us. Yeah, but it's about the it's about sort of, as you said, meeting yeah. the team guys and, and and just interacting. It's lovely watching the England yeah. games and the Hungary, like the games in Budapest where it's full capacity. That's what it's about. That's yeah, what it's about. exactly.
1: It was right, it was so good watching Budapest and just seeing. Thirty thousand loud fans back because that's how football should be played like it's just football is a sport for the fans and without it it's not the same it never has been and never will be
0: and that's and that's why i think i think this season particularly for west ham moise needs a needs a lot more credit i don't i don't think i don't think that's wrong i think he's Mm. got credit but i think there's an there's an extra level of it because you know we've interviewed guys i've interviewed lots of ex-players and i've spoken about you know to them about you know you you're playing with without fans you know and they might have played reserve team games or things like that and i was like you know he says yeah because he says the fans is, like, are they really a 12th man are they really mm. a 12th man to you and i remember i think it was phobe or someone like that said they give me an extra 20 percent if i'm feeling mm. shit. when i walked out give them an extra twenty percent, and you can feel the game, the Germany game. You can see the play, the yes. way Neptun was trying to, you know, coordinate the crowd a little bit at times and things like that. And and we've 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 done really well without having to had that ability to play that extra that extra fifteen percent. So we've needed that team spirit to give us the extra boost, and that's yeah. why I think teams that you look at the teams that went down, you got Fulham, Sheffield Sheffield United, all very West Brom, all very old fashioned. Tight grounds, proper 12-man mm. grounds. You know, Fulham's the exception. But, you know, yeah. small grounds are used to the, the intimidating factor. Burnley didn't do too well either. Again, small ground. All the yeah. teams that did quite well were the teams who had the quite big bowl stadiums. Used were, to... like We have, yeah, like we yeah. have now. You know, Christ knows what would have happened if we were at Upton Park and we'd have had all this. Um, I don't think mm. that would have made the same impact as we'd have been down there. I honestly yeah. think, just in terms of. It existence. would have been weird. Yeah, very, very straight. There would have been no social distancing. You would never have got ten thousand fans in Upton Park for that last game of the season, that's for sure.
1: I was gonna say, yeah, you would have had everyone outside on the streets trying to pile their way in.
0: been an absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So so anyway, yeah, we we put the world to right. Yeah, and and I just think, yeah, it's it's great. And I think, you know, you saw the way the the commentator you saw the way Rio was and 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 um lineker Gary, and Shearer, yeah. and they were proper like buzzing off the fact that they weren't in a studio they yeah. weren't glassed off and
1: they were in front of the fans you saw rio yeah. as he was shearing he was kind of looking towards the fans instead of proper
0: giving it yeah proper giving it and he didn't want to he, he almost didn't want to be in part of the interview
1: mm. the
0: analysis he just wanted to listen to the fans and obviously i've seen we had obviously we had a, a load of west ham fans there on instagram baz was there and and Chris was there, and Matty was there, and they're all there. And you saw the videos, and that's what mm. it's all about, man. That the is video, literally... of Harry
1: Kane, to, like kind of puts it into perspective. Yeah, like he was taken back by how loud the fans were. It was, yeah, it was amazing, truly. Especially
0: amazing. when, because obviously Kelly, who does the BBC stuff, she used to do yeah. the stuff for us at West Ham. So it was so noisy, wasn't it? The Sterling had to have they had yeah. to put headphones in, um and it's just like, and that was even full. What's it going to be like? What's it going to be like?
1: Ninety thousand fans if England get to the final. In the
0: final, it's it's made for it now, isn't it? It's it, but yes. it, it's it's so made for it. It's so West Ham that we're not going to get there. It's yeah. just West Ham, isn't it? That is literally our life as a West Ham fan. That's why I was talking to some play some guys at the school, and, and I was queuing up for my daughter the other day. Not West Ham fans. And they're like, oh England, ah England, bah, mm. You know, they you get so excited, they knock us down. Ah. What about you? What do you think, Russ? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I've been a West Ham fan for 40 years, so I'm sort of used to it. This. this is what happens. This is, yeah. you get a bit of what we're, we get used to. um, And so, uh, yeah, no, I love it, man. I to
1: do be fair, it. I have, I, I, as we won the game, I did text my manager at work and said, can I have the 12th of July off if we get to the final? <laughs> he went, You're getting ahead of yourself. And I'm like, I'm not. It's <laughs> coming home. I've got the, to.
0: The frustrating thing is, if it was a week later... That's 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 Freedom Day the week after isn't it? COVID it's nineteen. Yeah,
1: COVID's gone. It would have been. <laughs> I, I genuinely <laughs> just... think. Imagine if the country had gone into full out of lockdown and we just won the Euros. I think the whole. Mm. I dread. I think it would just been made a public holiday. Like it oh, just would have been
0: absolutely crazy. It would be absolutely crazy, but we'll see. It is. It's definitely coming home.
1: It is coming home.
0: It's the same as me every year. I think we're going to win the FA Cup. That's like every <laughs> year. FA Cup. FA Cup. Nice cup run this year. I'd love get an knocked FA Cup. or something. But uh, yeah, it's, def- it's definitely coming home, he <laughs> says. Um, and you know, but then I know that Jan is going to score a trick on Saturday. You know, it's just like...
1: He will never then, get welcomed back to West Ham if yeah, he does
0: that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, haven't talked, we haven't spoken about that. The juxtapositioning of Jan Malenko turning up and, and having like a worldie. I mean, because to be honest, that first goal, he was a proper good goal. It's a mm. good setup by him for for um, Zinchenko. I always, always keep calling Shevchenko, but he's on the bench. He's the manager, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, Yama. You can just see it, though. You can just see it. And then they're oh, where is he And then we'd probably sell him. We'd yeah. probably have to sell him, wouldn't we?
1: Yeah, to be fair, I, want, I think he should be sold. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> if oh, he definitely I
1: scores, I think I'd sell him. <laughs> yeah.
0: We paid £18 million pounds for him
1: yeah i I think it's the wages and the age and stuff i think
0: yeah
1: that's the thing that plays into me it's just if you keep him i'm worried that he's he'll be gone on a free maybe it's worth cashing in before he leaves on a free that's the way i look at it
0: yeah no i agree yeah yeah yeah. that makes sense yeah but yeah because this is last season this next season i think think
1: so i think it's a lot of people's
0: last season next season mm. not as many as crystal palace was this year
1: but the one thing like uh, it's sad that the last game's not at the bowling that next year because it would have been nice that his last ever game was at the bowling, just yeah, uh, no, not the bowling. What am I saying? It's funny, is that
0: a date, David? Yeah, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, I know what you mean. Uh, as particularly as you know, because it'll be well, we'll be we'd, we'd need it, yeah, it's Brighton, isn't it? And we need a point to win yeah. the title, probably. then. Uh so <laughs>
1: to be fair though, when we get to the Europa League final, that'll be our his last ever game, so
0: that will be yeah, and so, yeah, because I think there's a semi- the finals will be in between the two the Man City game and the Brighton game, yeah, exactly so, that's not a bad last game of the season, yeah. last game of his career um although i'm I'm happy. I was a bit sort of when the when the fixtures came out, I looked at that last game and thought the last home game, and I thought, oh, city. Mm. You know, you wanted a Southampton or a Watford or someone. You're going to put five or six. You know, potentially you could put a mm. lot past. But actually, City, I think, it's a really good game because obviously there's this, there's this sort of very Res- much mutual respect. Exactly, yeah. and I think they would give them a standing ovation. And
1: yeah, hopefully they. I think they'll the respect it. They'll be. Yeah. I think they're arguably the club that. Okay, they might they might slap us three or four nil. But Mm. I think come the end of the game, they'll respect Noble as much as probably our fans because I've got a real soft spot for City. I think all Western fans have.
0: And City do, because apparently City remind them of us. No, remind us of them, you know, before... I think it's
1: because we're the small club in a big city. Like, obviously, there's multiple clubs in London, but you look at teams like Man U have always been the number one, while... West Ham have always been like the second tier of clubs in yeah. uh, London. So it's always been like we're the underdogs. So when you see an underdog do well, it's kind of like, good. I'm really happy for you. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got a real soft spot for him.
0: Yeah, I do. I do. And I think Guardiola would would do it right. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He would play it right. Because I think some managers, would like, you know, if we, if we had like West Brom and Big Sam was still there, he'd right want to put a boot in, wouldn't he? He'd have a right yeah. old go where I think Guardiola will have the respect that, that, that he deserves. So a shame it's been, I would love someone like Tottenham would have been great fun. If
1: we'd won great against fun. Tottenham, that oh. would have been, Could got a know. last minute penalty to win it too. Oh. And, and, then, on no, to score.
0: and then he take, and he hadn't scored all season. It takes him to joint top goal scorer, in the premier league for west ham on 49 and 48 in him and antonio on yeah. 48 but that obviously means that antonio doesn't score at all next season
1: i was going to say if he don't score <laughs> at all next year we're in big trouble <laughs> we we're <are>. fighting relegation <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the thing Antonio. Antonio was nowhere near the
1: goal-scoring
0: goal-scoring charts, was he? Nowhere yeah. near, and he's bagged himself two tens in in, in successive seasons, and he's right up there. I just Four goals against
1: Norwich did help. It he did, fair. yeah,
0: it did. I remember that game really well. I love the way we don't we so so talk to go off peace all the time, but I love that that Norwich game. I used to I loved because that was when I because I just interviewed someone who worked for Sky, who told me about how the sort of the the crowd noise works and it was all based on mm. opta stats and it was like fifa like fifa and opta stats type thing yeah, and uh, and then I watched that game when when the Norwich fans or the the computer Norwich fans booed them off the pitch. I thought <laughs> that's like the robots have turned. The robots have turned, and so I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. Well, yeah. let's, let's 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 get back on the track. Let's <laughs> talk about your eleven. So obviously everyone we have on the channel, bar Harry Redknapp, Ian Bishop, and Nigel Coker, randomly, <laughs> um, they. Yeah, I didn't really understand Nigeria Coker's reasoning, but anyway, um, the other two I could because Harry started yeah. talking about Bobby Ferguson and I ran out of time. And, and Ian Bishop which just a lovely guy; didn't want to piss him off. Yeah. Um. So everyone we've on the channel, we, we get to do an eleven now. You can pick based on whatever criteria you want. Doesn't have to be the best; can be the worst or whatever. But the only rule is you have to be alive to see them play. Mm. So obviously, that Kai Bosch is you and me picking Bobby Moore or Billy Bonds yeah. or Trevor Brookin or stuff like that. Um, which is fair enough. We never saw mm. him. We never saw, yeah. him. Um So, and obviously then it's more, makes more a thing when we do talk to people who did see Bobby Moore play. It all gives it a bit more yeah. credence. So, in goal, who's going to go and go for the grey 11?
1: I thought this was quite hard because there was yeah. three people that I, I could go with. It was either Roberto, Fabianski. Sorry. Yep, yep. Or Roberto. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: Roberto, uh, Joe Hart, or...
1: Uh, there was, was the other geezer we had who was an absolute... But in the end, I I went Rob Green. I, yeah. I, I've i got a real soft spot for Rob Green. I think the game against Arsenal, the first yeah. ever win at the Emirates, that's the game that if I if someone said to me, give me a Robert Green game for West Ham, he was incredible that day. Mm. I remember watching it. He just it was just like immense. He was just he was always my favorite goalkeeper growing up the way he was dealt with at the 2010 world cup upset me because i still think he was the best keeper we had i have always had a spot um soft spot for green adrian could have been up there just for the everton penalty like that but for me rob green was better than adrian oh yeah. so i and fabianski was close but yeah just a little bit of the relegation the great escape could just put rob green up there for me
0: and it's funny because everyone talks about that arsenal game and 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 i remember interviewing uh, jimmy walker and he was saying because he, he put his 11 he put rob green in in goal and i said well not yourself at no, none no, and i put myself in i've got robert green in and and the reason being was because he was the model professional goalkeeper and he obviously, until recently, he was goalkeeper coach at well, Jimmy was goalkeeper coach at uh, Ipswich, was not he? And so, mm. um, and so he said that he'd make all of his young goalkeepers watch Robert Green. Um, because also he was talking about the Arsenal game and he was like, I'm um, because he spoke about it. And on the Friday, it was him and Roy Carroll they'd gone out, done their training with Rob, and da, 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 they'd gone back in, they'd showered, they went off to epping probably one nine five whatever for a few bevvies and um Rob was still training. He was still him and Ludo were just doing one on ones all day, yeah. all like for a couple of hours afterwards. Come to the Arsenal game, he must have had about a dozen one on ones. He you know yeah. he, he he beat. It worked. He, it worked exactly. So it just shows that it paid off. You can have all the talent. He said he said he worked. his mate Jimmy actually said that Roy Carroll was the most talented goalkeeper he'd seen. Naturally talented, but Rob Green was just a better professional. Um yeah and yeah he's a top man top top man and i love the yeah. fact he does a lot more sort of like like last season he did a lot more punditry stuff on sky the sky
1: like stuff that. when he was on monday night football that was really interesting just to yeah. hear him talk about goalkeeping and the 2010 world cup it was really really interesting because mm. i feel like a lot of people just forget about rob uh what happened there and he he spoke about it really well i thought
0: yeah yeah, no, he's mm. a top man. Right, okay, to put Greeno in, let's go uh defence. Who's your first defender?
1: I'm gonna go left back because this was the yep. easiest one for me, Creswell. Like he's been the left back for basically a third of the life of my West Ham. Like I've been alive, and <laughs> he's I love him. I just I've always loved Aaron Creswell. So he's just so good. I love Creswell. I think he's an absolute underrated pro footballer um yes. hammered year two um yeah Creswell has to go in it for me
0: definitely and Rob Green was hammer of the year once as well that's true so, yeah the so drop
1: yeah. off from Creswell to our other left back star I was struggling to think of who else yeah like Harita I mean, Alunga
0: yeah 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 Harita Alunga um I mean probably yeah I mean, I, have, I mean obviously i was fortunate to, have to see julian so julian was in my team that's true um and but yeah and then we had a bit of a fall off then we had a bit of a renaissance in terms of getting in sort of last one season wonders end of their careers so we had mm. like Stuart pierce i mean nigel winterburn we had chris powell rufus brewick good professional yeah. scott minto it's some good professional left backs, but yeah, I mean Cresswell, you know, I mean, he's been at the club seven years now, six, seven yeah. seasons now. Must be he's now. like
1: our second most cast yeah. Premier League player after like, no. So yeah,
0: he, he took over from from Colton a couple of games into the, towards the end of the season. Uh, mm. But yeah, no, I think he's great, and the way he's sort of his renaissance, as you said, we were a lot of people criticising him eighteen months ago. They're not criticising him in the same way now. No, um, not at all. I just think, yeah, he's a great he's a great player. It, 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 the the one concern for me is when they play four at the back, he does get shown up a little bit for pace. And I think where we could, in the day, back in the day, have Stuart Pierce have Nigel Winterburn, not necessarily the, the quickest, but they were just in the same way that Zabaleta got shown yep. up a little bit towards the end of his career as well so but yeah, yeah. But anyway in the in the three when he plays in the three he's great but yeah we'll, we'll yeah. put him a left back here um right let's go let's go right back then let's go to the other side
1: this was the hardest for me because i've not had many good right backs i didn't want to go kufau because i've never seen him live yeah that just so it couldn't be kufau in the end i went I got, I really used to like De Mill. He was terrible, but I just me and my mate loved him. Um, so, I love
0: Guy. He's a lovely bloke. He's he a was just man.
1: He was so oh, average. But I remember when he scored against Liverpool in a um a game when we lost and it was like he was just a zappy. and he, he was so average, but I had to go Guy Mill, right? The, the other options were Lucas Neil because he was a captain for a couple of years and was solid as a rock joey o'brien my mates always used to take the piss and said i look like him so that's another Not now
0: god he's here yeah. now oh he's, i didn't recognize him when he came on the zoom call He had like he shaved his head
1: anyway. yes yeah, so yeah. It had to be Guy DeMille just because me and my mate who I go west Ham with always used to have a just have a soft spot. But this so, was more
0: he was solid though. I'm mean, gonna be funny, he I mean he was a
1: he was a he was a Sam Allardyce right back. Yeah, he was proper
0: a... unit. Um and I mean he looks as fit as a fiddle now. Easy <clears throat> still do a job. I told him that. He you know, he's a he's and I love, and do you know what, it is players, that's why I love interviewing players like Guy DeMille, like John Pantzil, like, you know, these, these, these right backs who maybe didn't play a lot of games. For, he loved his time at West Ham, Guy DeMille. He yeah. was, he loved it. And so, you know, and it's just lovely to see. I just love you know, and it just, it reaffirms really your love of the club. When you see the players who play with you, play for you, um, adore it just as much as you adore it. But we'll put Guy in, yeah. good old Guy DeMille. He'll be happy. Uh, Right, okay, so who's your first centre-half then?
1: This is hard. (laughs) Um, Everything's
0: been hard apart from the left-back, Jamie at the moment.
1: James Collins.
0: Oh, GP. It has to be. Yeah.
1: 100% every game. I remember Leicester away uh, when we won 2-0. Noble scored the Weldy. And the for about an hour I can't remember it about it felt like an hour after the game we we're just uh, uh, cheering on signing up signing on ginger pele
0: yeah he's
1: always had a soft spot for the club like he's so good he was when he left it was a massive mistake when he went villa i remember him leaving it when he came back he's he's for me he just i think he brought, he sums up what west ham is yeah 100% every single week cares about the club he was a leader even though he was never captain. and when he left, you could see the stadium. It was saying goodbye to a legend. He, he mm. was in my in my eyes a legend of West Ham United.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think he's he sort of, but I think he. I'm, there's two types of players who who become who, who come you get into West Ham fans' hearts. There's two yeah. types. There's one who are a hundred percent body on the line duh, 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 duh. and there's ones who are just like the most talented players in the world and or just skillful little buggers and, and obviously james collins he, he was the old is an old school defender and that's why we loved him you know the fact when mm. he wasn't in the squad and he was in the crowd at arsenal way and stuff like that yes. and i love i love players you know and also i love players who give when they could give their shirts out would give a shirt, but not just throw it nonsensely into the crowd as a gesture. He'd pick yeah. someone out in Chav Corner and hand it to him. Do you know what I mean? Like a yeah. little kid, and I I love that. And he'd give a, yeah. and he'd have his massive tattoos and his paley ginger chest, and you know, I I, I he's great. I love James James Corner. I'd love never, I'd love to see him back in some. You never
1: club. you never hear a bad word about him. No, like you no, never no. hear a, a fan that really dislikes him or goes. No he he weren't right um although although
0: he's ghosting me on instagram at the moment so (laughs) i will say that he was up for it and he's been ghosting me so sorry gp (laughs) i won't say a bad word against you but um but yeah no i know what you mean he's he's just a lovely guy and he lovely yeah um and so so you got gp so who's he gonna partner winston reid oh that's
1: nice for me that last goal at the is the best memory I've ever got in football. Mm. I can't not put him in. No. It could have been Og Bonner, but that goal for Reed just has to. And because for about four years he was incredible for us. Yeah, he was so good, one hammer a year. Like and whenever he was on the team sheet, you just trusted him to be so good and reliable. So mm. yeah, Winston Reed. But that goal at the bowling bloody well helps, I must say. Yeah.
0: And again, it's one of those things, it doesn't happen very often that all the stars align. Um mm. and the stars aligned and, and 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 we need to score that goal. As I said, it's it's written him in the fabric of West Ham history. You know, we're hundred and twenty six years old yesterday. Um but he'll always be a part of that showreel Yeah. Forever. And it was great to see him get minutes for the on yeah. the pitch at the um the playoff final and who knows? Maybe I, hope he gets
1: a good, I was going to say, if he stays at Brentford, I hope he gets a good welcome. I don't know. Was of it on loan it, or was it on it, permanent? It I
0: was on remember. loan. It was on loan, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Um, I just think, yeah, he's, he's and it's, it's a, it's a shame that it, that it didn't work out when he came back from injury. Um, but then, you know, he's a different manager, different managers come in and it's you know, two, three different managers probably came in, in between him uh, or, one came back twice, um, and so yeah, it just didn't work out. It didn't work out, but you know he did well at Brentford, and as I said, they gave him enough, gave him minutes on the pitch, which showed they must obviously mm. have trusted him to come on. Um, and he's a good foil for for, for Pontus. That's that's basically yeah. why they got him on because Pontus was injured, so he was an yeah. obvious choice and. You need a couple of you need a squad to brentford yeah right? so hopefully they'll they'll get him in and i'd hope they do just for yeah. his premier league experience more than anything he's playing that that league no one else has played that league in that team really exactly so yeah anyway hopefully he'll be back at london stadium in some capacity right okay when he's in let's move into midfield let's go left wing
1: this is the easiest uh player dimitri paille yeah. just He's the best footballer to ever play for West Ham in terms I've seen in terms yeah. of talent. The guy had made football look easy. He carried us that year in the bowling. It's if it weren't for the year of the bowling, that'd be Piet season. The, oh, yeah. the guy got like 13 from the Ballon d'Or. Like, come on, you don't ever hear a West Ham player like even in that sentence. Like he was an absolute beast. He's he's the best footballer I have ever seen live in. Oh in a West Ham shirt. He's not my favourite West Ham footballer, but no, me he's, he's incredible. Some of the stuff he's done, like that free kick at manual away in the FA cup, oh. anybody else even lined it up. You're like, what are you doing? But him, everyone was like, it's just going in, it's going in. And the Holy Christ, him leaving was a sad day. Cause what, a, what a player
0: exactly and, and and that's why now i think people have sort of rea- not realized but uh, again i think he's literally i think mean, we've interviewed over about almost coming up to 400 people i think eventually soon um and he is the mo- one of the most picked mm. because he was one of the best players in the world and he played for us you know and as you said it's like it's not necessarily how they leave now i think you know it's slightly it's slightly tainted but you know he's he gave us so many memories and again the stars aligned you know we had this this mm. amazing player in the last season with the right manager for him and it worked and you know that was god that was you know five years ago it was Euro yeah. last last euro were not he starred in so and now we've got a deck starring in this year and Jan malenko um yeah. and sue and Su. they're still in yeah you know? that's so, true um yeah so we ain't got yeah and if you know if they played fabianski for poland it would have been nice, but...
1: <laughs> that's why they but, yeah. struggled
0: that's why i struggled totally is yeah. totally is uh jay right so we'll put dimmy pie in okay we'll put him on the left he's gonna go on the right side then the right right ring
1: this was tough because in the end i've not really gone with a winger i've I've just got him in because i loved him jack collinson I always. oh
0: liked... nice
1: yeah nice. Uh, growing up i always really used to like jack collinson not, yeah. not the best footballer in the world, but no. always seemed to come up with a good goal. I remember the two he got against uh, Cardiff in the playoff yeah, semi-final. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I always remember when he came through, I always loved him. And I do genuinely think if it weren't for the knee injuries, he would have been a real, real special talent and would have been a, played a lot of appearances for West Ham. But
0: oh, definitely.
1: I, I, he's one player who I've always had a soft spot for. And that's why I had to get him in. Um it was between him and one other person who isn't in this team. I I know I'm probably the only person that's ever come on this that has never had Mark Noble in this team. Mark Noble's not made it. Just I get a lot of grief. I've never been a the biggest Mark Noble fan. It was either yeah. Collinson or Noble, and that would have yeah. been hard.
0: I I think I think I think for me, Collinson uh, Jack was. I mean, yeah, you're right. He's one of those players who I just yeah he's. He, he, I mean, you got to think as well, you know, he, you know, West Ham again, he's, he, he's sort of written in his fabric of his history as well. Now he's mm. obviously, you know, his dad's was a big West Ham fan. His dad passed away, obviously in that motor crash, you know, after the Spurs game. And then we played Millwall the week after and he wanted to play in yeah. the Millwall game and, um, and we won that game and he broke down and, you know, and just, you know, obviously, and he's, yeah. And it's great to see he's, a, he's, he's now in charge of that Atlanta reserve say- team
1: basically. Isn't he. But he was on the coaching staff at one point as well. Um was I wrong? So
0: Yeah, no, he was he he was doing some stuff for the under sixteens, I think it was. That
1: was it. Um
0: and yeah. There'll be a but, there'll be a place for him when he wants to bring his kids back. I mean it's he's like yeah. thirty-eight degrees over. I mean I, I love Atlanta. It's he's not done he ain't done a wrong one, i tell you they're brilliant over there. Yeah. And so um, but you know, eventually he want to come with the smell of pie mash will <laughs> entice him back over. Um and down. I'd love to see what well, I can. I can I'm a <laughs> a mash fan, I'll be honest. Um <sighs> but yeah, no, I'm not. I'm honestly miss Mrs. Budham, mother in law, they love it. We get you know love we, it. Um Nigel Kahn's uh son, son delivers it, he delivers it for it to us, but I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know why. But they they adore it. But uh, I'm more of a bagel man, I'm more of a salt beef bagel man, you know what I mean? Mm. I love a good salt beef bagel, but not pie mash. Um we digress as always. Right, so we'll put Jack in. love Jack. Top man. Uh right, who's in, okay, we'll do cent, centre midfield. Who's your first centre midfield there? We'll put Jack on the right, whatever.
1: Uh Rice. Declan Rice. Um <laughs> he's a little bit good isn't he? Um he is
0: quite good isn't
1: he? He he's the player at the moment who is just so important to this West Ham team. Mm. Most valuable. He's the one that when he leaves, I think no West Ham fan is going to be grudging because no. He's he's good enough to play at the next level he's already like in the top 10 or something like that for west ham appearances and he's only like 21 22. Yeah. But the man is loved by basically every single west ham fan mm-hmm. and i'd love him to stay at west ham for his whole career because if he mm-hmm. if he stayed he he probably goes down in history as west one of west ham's best ever players in the same echelons as noble easily
0: i agree i i, I that's that's the, the the amount of games he's played i mean you've got to think also mark mark never really broke into the first team you know mm. i mean deck Deck literally broke into the first team and has been the first team ever since yeah you know it was i mean i remember watching uh, so i watched the playoff final the other day and and noble was on the bench and zamora scored and 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 you know you're thinking that wasn't that many years ago and then he sort of started to get into the team but rice is pretty much as soon as he as he played he was pretty much in the first team you know as soon yeah. as that burnley game he came for the last few minutes and Pellegrini put him at the center center, uh, center the, the sort of cdm role didn't he if i remember yeah and then it was like what the hell are you doing he's a center back and i'm seeing, seeing him i the other 23s he was he would stand out head and shoulders not necessarily being the best player on the pitch but because he would just look like a, a proper footballer um, yeah. and they put him at cdm and it was like okay and okay this is working now but as you yeah. said he's playing so many games at so young i honestly think if he stayed at west ham for his like his career he would be eventually he would have a stand
1: named after him oh he'd be up Do you know there. what i mean he's that yeah. because
0: because easily he'll be knocking in six seven hundred appearances just Always, the rate of games, the rate of games and the rate and how long. He, and also he's a CDM now. So he can prolong his career by dropping back into center back when he's in the, mm. when he's 38, 30, you know, like, you know, rather than do the other one, you know, he's, 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 he's working his way back and that's what yeah. tends to happen. And and I think he would easily surpass, you know, he would easily surpass Mark Noble. Oh. He would easily surpass, he would be up there with, with Bobby Moore and Billy Bonds in terms of appearances. I really genuinely think so just yeah. because um mark smart was martin able and he'll Mm. always be martin able but declan rice he is and he's a genuine player who could go to any team in the world and in an
1: era where people always leave their clubs if he stayed and laid that amount of appearances you don't really see that like hardly ever no
0: no you don't and i and i think he's a very clever man you know he's a clever Mm. boy and he knows how much he's a at west ham and he knows that when Mark Noble plays a six, we put him down for a seven yeah, because he's Mark Noble. And he, you know, in the, the day he's in the England squad. He's going to be in Europe next season. If we win a cup here and cup there, the only thing mm-hmm. he would want to go for is champions league football and, and the premier league. And Christ, who knows, who knows what this team could do with the right, you know, I mean, look at Leicester, look where yep. Leicester have come from and, and, and look where they are now, you know? So, and you know he'll be if he goes to City, that's when I was worried about City, but not this year because obviously for that I just mm. signed Fernandinho for New Year. City is one I was always worried about, not Chelsea, not Liverpool. It was always City or Man United. Yeah. Now if he if he leaves, obviously next season, Mark's finished, so he will be the main man. He'll yeah. be the main man. He'll be a big fish in a very in a small pond, or he goes to United or City and be one <sighs> of Yeah. Yeah. Interchangeable. He'll be his team. Player.
1: It yeah. will be Declan Rice's team, like yeah. for years to come.
0: In the same way that Billy, Billy Bonds and Trevor Brooking, they commanded that midfield in the eighties, and that was their, they were West Ham. Billy Bonds was West yeah. Ham, and it's a real old school mentality. But I think Declan's got that old schoolness about mm. him. He's got yeah. that, and that's why I liked him, like at the England game, because you saw him walking around and saw him jeering up the crowd. He had that sort of like Terry Butcher. You know, John Terry, sort of like, come on, you know, and and that's real, you know, that's future England captain material Mm, there, right there, easily. Um, Not necessarily the best player, like most technically best player on the pitch, but the player who will not stop and he'll be, he'll have your back all the time. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, we'll post this and he'll probably leave on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs)
1: 150 million pound bid accepted (laughs) by Man City and we're
0: like, oh, brilliant. Cheers, mate. Yes, mate, all the best good luck to you. but you're right i mean i remember last last summer the summer just gone we were literally walking him out the door and we were like literally walking into chelsea weren't we saying good luck yeah. to you, mate yeah fair play yep. because i think there's a realization that there's a certain level and, and but i think but then the season we had that level's gone up a little bit so yep. actually we're not in chelsea's echelon yet but you know what I mean? We're only we're the second best team in London, rather than the first. We best are. Team
1: in London. Yeah, that
0: hasn't happened for a long time, right? Declan <laughs> Rice. Anyway, rant over. Who's he going to partner in the central midfield?
1: My favorite ever West Ham player, Scott Parker. This man just—I loved him. I love him now. When he left for Tottenham, it broke my heart. But he had to go. Yeah. Like, there's people out there to say, "Oh, he was wrong to go Tottenham," and I'll defend him to the hills. I,
0: yeah, me too. Me too.
1: Like that year we got relegated. he won like pfa writers player of the year like come on we came 20th we were in absolute shambles and he was incredible like yeah. he would have walked into a load of teams he he was everything for me growing up he was the one footballer when i go went. i loved watching of the year three years in a row he just he was the best footballer i i i growing up it was scott parker scott parker that's who i love scott parker hmm. he just he will it, it will take something special for someone to ever be scott parker is my favorite ever footballer like he's gone to bournemouth as manager and i've already said like if Moyes was to leave he'd be the guy i'd want because
0: i agree i i agree i i really i really think that for me he's you know, there's that sort of old and again, we talk about old-school mentality He seems very much like an old-school mm. Might be get the hair or anything. Yeah, Um, but he's always impeccably turned out I still think he bought a brand new blazer for when he came to <laughs> London Stadium last last season for sure, but he's he was you know, and people criticize him and that That's the one thing that wound me up more than anything about that mm. because we you know as I said there's two types of people who get with ones who give hundred percent and ones who are flash Harrys, and we love both of them. Parker, hundred, I'd sometimes see him crawl to his car, you know, hobble on because he'd put so much effort in for West Ham. He wasn't even the captain, yeah. but even the papers called him captain. Park. It was. Know, cap-
1: I remember like Holton Cole telling the story when we were three 0 down against. Who was we three 0 down against? Was it Birmingham? West and Brom. It- West Brom that was it and he came into the changing room and apparently like the team talk made people cry like this man just he he was my hero growing up Mm -hmm. and when we got relegated I think I was more upset because it meant that we were going to lose Scott Parker more than we were going to be playing in the championship yeah he yeah yeah I adored him that goal against Wigan as well and it's celebration where he just run towards the main stand and slid it just is etched in my memory like the man could not do anything wrong in my eyes he could literally yeah. come into my house and punch me and i'll probably get on my knees and still <laughs> praise him
0: but he's still but you know the fact when he sort of like you know he you know he was going to Tottenham. he still played that that, that day <clears> and <throat> scored you know that night before against watford away and and you know as you said he left because he was at the height of his career, really. And career. He was playing for England, and his dad on his deathbed said he'd play for Tot- he played for Tottenham or something like that. You know, so yeah. What can you expect? And you know, he didn't want to move. And he, you know, he would have, if it probably weren't for that, he may well have stayed. I mean, Carrick yeah. gave us a year when we were down, and and we didn't uh, we didn't go up, and he, he left. So
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It's those, it just it does wind me up. All we ask for is players to give it, give it, and this guy gave it every game without fail. Mm. Um, and we and people would criticize him anyway rant over number two uh up uh, who's your first striker uh
1: ashton dean ashton deal i i don't know a lot of people's thoughts on him but for me if he he was the same as collinson if he didn't get injured i think he could have gone on oh. to be even bigger and better like he could have played for a bigger club than west oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like incredible footballer just such an incredible player who every time he played, you knew there was a goal in it for him. Yeah. It's it was the old the age thing with the old age old thing, the injuries just hampered him so badly. Yeah. But every time he plays, you just you were in the game. Like right? he would have played so much more for England. He probably would have moved on to a bigger thing. But Dean oh, yeah. Ashton was was he's probably my favourite ever West Ham striker, even though the other person I've got playing with him has been more efficient.
0: Yeah, but I think with Dina, I think you're right. He was one of those players who would have had a, an incredible career. We all know that he would have had an incredible career. um See, he, and, and I always say this about Ashton. He's the player that Harry Kane wishes he was. I've said it. I've said it. I've said it. Because, <laughs> because he, because he had everything as a striker. Yeah, he had. Every, as a modern-day striker, he had it all. He had the ability. He could smack it in for 30 yards like, 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 like Harry Kane does. He could jump had and it. get headers, yeah. He yeah. But, but unlike Harry Kane, he had a turn of pace in him over five yards to beat a man. He, could, yeah. he, he was skillful enough to wrong foot a player with a turn <laughs> or a flick. He did a bicycle kick. You know, I'd never yes. see Harry Kane doing a bicycle kick. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: He's done that twice, once Say when twice. he was, Did, didn't he? He was yeah.
0: retired, at thir- you know, 15 yeah. years after he retired, he scored a of kick. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he would have he would have been England's partner for Rooney for mm. years, maybe even at Man United as well. But yeah, that's hindsight. But yeah. No, I, I love Dino. I love Dino. I th- he was in my team as well. I thought yeah. Phenomenal. Right. OK, we'll put Dino in. Who's going to be the last player?
1: michel antonio and
0: michel antonio.
1: i used yeah. to dislike him but since he's yeah. gone to striker he's just it's as you said he's the best worst footballer going yeah yeah he just scores goals and it since he's gone to striker he's become a different animal and he's played such an important part in the Westland successes uh yeah. this year and even last year when we stayed up um the year at the bowling, the second half of the year, he scored some really important goals to go goal against Tottenham. one one nil. Scored in the last game at the bowling. Like the man has scored some really important goals, West mm. Ham, and he's likely to be our top ever Premier League goal scorer. Yeah. Uh, look, I know I never saw Paolo Di Canio, which I wish I did, mm. but Michel Antonio is likely to break his record, so he, he has to go in this team for me,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, he does, and, and I I think that's totally justified. I mean, for me, Antonio is, and I think, you know, in the same way like someone like Vardy, the fact is he's gone through all the leagues, you know, he hasn't, and I've said this yeah. before, he's not a snowflake. He ain't, you know, got into the Man City Academy at 11 and just stayed there all his life, maybe a couple of loan signings to Dutch teams or German. No, he just literally has been, you know, playing at Andy marshes and shit like that, and he just now he's you know it's his you know he's probably only got a couple of seasons left. You know, the fact is we you know we we work around his in his his sponge hamstrings, but you can't. But when he when when he's on it, there's yeah. no one like him in the Premier League or or Torreira. But there's only two of them like in the Premier League. Yeah, you know, there's no one like him. Um, and you know now he's gonna you know he got called up to the Gold Cup uh, for Jamaica and. Fair play, you know. Get with international mm-hmm. football. He would have been a perfect. I mean, I I still don't know why he never got sniffed around the england squad properly. I know he had like mm-hmm. cap didn't get sniffed around because for him, like yesterday, you know, he would have come on and terrorised Hummels absolutely. Yeah. yeah, ripped him a new what, Just literally, you know, and everyone talks about that thirty minutes against Wolves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was very good that 30 minutes it's to be like
0: fair prime ronaldo that day um everyone talks about this i love the way people talk about that 30 minutes against Wolves. yeah but um yeah just wind him up for 30 minutes like you know 20 minutes to go and hopefully you don't get extra time and you'll be all right sorted sorted mm. but yeah michael antonio god bless yeah uh, and he's got a bit of it you know in in a, in a day in an age when footballers aren't particularly charismatic I mean, yeah, Harry Kane bores me to tears. Um, <laughs> him and Declan Rice have got stuff about them. You know, they yeah. they do this. They bring. I mean, celebrations. You know, like proper celebrations.
1: Although, Everyone when used to. When he said, like on Monday Night Football, he said he won't do celebrations anymore. It's like, come on! Like oh. his celebrations are iconic. It's part of De- of Michelangelo. He's got to it bring is. them back.
0: It is. You've got to bring him back. It's like everyone always used, to, yeah, Robbie Keane and and uh, Luar Luar, and they always have a proper celebration. You know, Lee Lee Sharp and Bohemian, with the the uh, corner flag, and but no one does them anymore properly, apart from silly handshakes and. Yeah. He brought them back, and I thought, yes, fair play to him, fair play to him. Um, There we go, mate. There's a the team. Nice.
1: Yeah. Nice. I know I'm not going to be popular with missing Mark Noble, but I had to get Rice and Parker in you there. you know
0: what? But, but just, you know, but also the fact, the fact that it's Martin Noble, you know, it, it, some people, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't have to put Martin Noble in your team, man. As you yeah. said, I think for you, yeah, he says Scott Parker and Declan Rice, you know. I think that's a good mm. too. To be honest, Martin Obe sort a of bit like Scott Parker anyway. You know, because it's yeah. like he learned from he very much learned from Scott Parker about how to be a, a midfielder, and, and, and Declan Rice has learned from Martin Noble, who's learned from Scott Parker. So it's yeah, it's like the circle of life. So it's uh, in, in mid-central midfielders. But there we go, Jamie. Man, it's been an absolute pleasure, my friend. It's no, been thank great. Thank you fun. for having
1: me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely really enjoyed you. it loved yeah, it me
0: too man and uh, don't forget to check out uh, we'll put a link in the description but go and see the the the, the pretty bubbles podcast guys and, and give them a subscribe and show them some love some west Ham love and for myself and from jamie take care everyone stay safe wash those hands get those jab appointments come on you irons and we'll see you again very very soon take care everyone